Welcome to the JD Remedy. Hi, my little love buckets. Welcome back to another episode of the JD Remedy. I am so excited to have you back this week. I got a lot of really good feedback from last week's episode about how to leave a toxic relationship. So casually, I obviously am going to record the opposite version of that. I was going to do it anyway without everyone's feedback. Uh, because it is two completely different paradigms, whether you're helping yourself out of that situation or you want to help a friend or a family member out of that situation. So I thought I would cover both bases, you know, um, let me just have a little sip of coffee because I haven't had my coffee yet this morning. And, you know, coffee is life and I'm not about to record this episode dead. I don't think that was a very (laughs) calming ASMR, Um, but you know, whatever. So recommendations. What have I watched? Look, I'm not going to recommend you watch Selling Sunset Reunion because it was shite. The only good part was where they awkwardly made um, Jason and Chriselle talk about why they didn't work, which obviously they had to. And it was devastating because Jason was super emotional and like crying. And that was just, it was really sad to watch. Um, and it was really, really beautiful because I think, I, I think I take my hat off to him, you know, like he, he's in love with her and he could have kept dating her because he's in love with her and he wanted to be with her and strung her along. But it takes a certain kind of man to say, no, I don't want children, but you do. So you go fall in love with someone else and you live your best life and I'll watch. Like it takes a certain kind of man <laughs> to do that. So I thought what I thought what he did was super admirable, but obviously that's super devastating for Chriselle because I, I'm not sure obviously if they had that conversation from the beginning, but you know, that's a huge decision. I've been in that situation before in relationships, in a relationship. Uh, that's just a no brainer. You know, you have to decide on the big things together. And if you don't want the same big things, then there's really no point. And to walk away from a relationship that they were both so happy and in love would have been devastating as you could see from their awkward emotional encounter, uh, on the screen. But other than that, it was shit. Uh, it's not there's no drama because all of them there are friends obviously christine wasn't there so there was no drama and i was comparing it to the real housewives that i always watch like the reunion special where they just scream at each other the whole time and it's super entertaining they obviously can't do that because they're not friends they work together and their bosses are there so it's not going to be this dramatic screaming match that it always is on real housewives of beverly hills so i think I don't know why they wanted a reunion randomly after this season and not any others. Um, Whether that means they're not having another season and they need to like wrap up some stuff or I don't know, maybe they, there's going to be too much of a break in between and they obviously have to get on with their lives. I really don't know. I don't understand. Um, But it, it almost felt like they had to talk about interesting stuff. Like, Because it was just boring. It was really boring. But yeah, I don't recommend that. (laughs) Anyway, 
I don't recommend that. So watch anything else other than that. <laughs> yeah. Considering how huge the show is, the reunion was just shit. I just don't think the reunion is their thing. Obviously the housewives are used to it, but yeah, it's awkward enough. Like talking about your private life in a show, but then having to come on a reunion and get interviewed. Interviewed is very different. I think to them just going about their daily lives and the cameras being there. So I think it was a little bit awkward for a lot of them. A lot of them were like, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, let's move on. I have been so busy. Normally I'm super active on my socials, but I haven't been as much and I apologize, but I don't apologize because I've been like head buried in this new mastermind, like six month mentoring program that I purchased. I'm learning so much. I'm doing so much work every night, like my choice. Uh, and just the, the ball is a rolling, like the momentum is there. I'm super motivated. I'm so excited. It's a little tricky sometimes because I get overwhelmed with like big business stuff that I don't know about, like contracts and payment systems and all this shit. And normally if I'm by myself, I would just give up and say this is too fucking hard and like throw my laptop across the room. But because I have this program and this group of women, we're allowed to jump on the live calls every day and be like, help, like I'm drowning or hey, what do I do with this? And then they just kick you back in the right direction. So that's been super helpful to keep me on track and accountable and just feel supported. Uh, I haven't felt like this in a really long time um, through business. So it's incredible. Why are my cats scratching at the door? Hey, let's get into today's episode. But first coffee. So I think what we have to appreciate is you have different types of friends and trying to support a friend that's going through a toxic relationship can be very tricky. And it's important to know that I don't feel like you should have to change who you are to tell that friend who's going through the toxic relationship what they want to hear. You are valuable as a friend exactly the way you are. Um, It comes with detriment sometimes because the friend that is in the toxic relationship obviously is not of sound mind. You know, their mental health is deteriorating. Their self-worth is deteriorating. They're attached to this abuser, you know, the lot of it. So they may lash out. They may tell you you're wrong. I don't want your opinion, you know, all valid, (laughs) but just try not to take anything to heart. I have seen Um, girls lose friendships. Unfortunately, it's just, that's what the abuser wants as well, right? Separation, isolation for this, um, person that's in the thick of it. But I think it's important to know that each of your friends will bring something different to you in terms of support. You will have a friend that is a hundred percent on your side, like, Fuck, obviously we're all on the friend side, but just the way that it comes across aggressive, maybe like, fuck that guy. He's a piece of shit. You should break up with him. Why are you still with him? Like they don't quite understand why they just see you in pain and they no longer want you to suffer. So their reaction is anger and perhaps like frustration and confusion. Like, why are you still here? Why are you putting up with this? Just fucking leave. Like, you know, that type of reaction. 
you may have a friend that just has no idea how to support you. Like they've never been through this. They don't have any experience, any skills, and just not comfortable maybe around this type of behavior. So you might be that friend. You might be that friend that's like, what the hell do I do? And in that case, I think the best thing you can do is just listen to them. If you really don't know what to do and you don't know how to deal with this, listening is huge and just love and support. Like, being with them when they need you or hugging them or sending them messages of empowerment and love. Just know that I love you. Just know that I'm here for you. Um, Support and being listened to goes a really, really long way. You don't have to know how to get them out. You don't have to know. um, You don't have to have an opinion about the relationship. It's just show your friend love and support at that time. I think another friend which I tend to see myself doing a lot is knowing thinking the same as the first friend my thoughts are the same as the first friend aggression and that guy's a piece of shit and you deserve better you think that but you don't say it straight to them in a way that either pushes them away or upsets them further because Think about your friend that's in a toxic relationship. They're being abused every day. Like they're just exhausted, like just not in the right headspace. And you come up, you come at them with more aggression and you come at them with um, kind of like telling them what they should be doing right. It, it, It can seem overwhelming for that friend. But again, if you're that friend, that's fine. That's a natural reaction that is 100% warranted reaction. But some, it, this is why it's good to have different friends that come from different angles. Because you might need that friend at some point that's like telling you he's a piece of shit. And you go, yeah, he is. Yeah, fuck yeah, I'm going to leave. Like you need different friends at different times. You might need the friend that just wants to love and listen to you and support you. And then um, the third friend might be someone who's a bit more understanding maybe they've been there before level-headed and they empower you to make your own decisions um i'll support whatever decision you make obviously i believe that you do deserve better and i'd care about your safety but what do you want um and you try and you obviously trying to steer them away from them because you don't want them to stay with their abuser but it's like you try and help them understand why it's beneficial for them to leave Or how can they leave? And you empower them to make that decision themselves, but you kind of pave the way for them, if that makes sense. I'm trying to give examples. See if I can remember an example just so it's easier. This conversation is obviously, I think, at a different skill level, Um, especially if you haven't been through it yourself. It can be very difficult to turn your emotions off because a lot of the time I have to watch myself because I can feel myself starting to like get picky, not picky, like pick at my friend. Like, what do you mean you're still seeing him? Like, what do you, okay, did we not have a conversation about this like a month ago? Like, you know what I mean? It's, it can be very tricky to turn your emotions off. But at the end of the day, As friends, we can, it's completely your choice. If you're the friend that gets aggressive and you're the friend that yells the obvious in her face to get her to leave and she leaves, great, be that friend. If you're the friend that has no fucking idea what to do, but you hate seeing your friend in pain, like 
don't try to morph yourself to be a friend that you don't know how to be. Like just be your genuine self and you never know how you show up in that moment might help your friend. It might be what they need to hear. You know, maybe they don't know how to leave themselves. They're not strong enough. So you could be that aggressive friend. You could be, I say aggression with love. You know what I mean? You're not like abusing your friend aggressively persistent about her leaving, right? That's what I mean by aggression. Aggression. Yeah. You unapologetically be the, the person that you are for your friend. Just know that, that it is a, it's a ride from the start till the end. It can't be, you have a conversation with her once and hope that it sinks in. And if she doesn't leave, you give up on them. That is a huge no, no. I have been very fortunate to have friends that stuck with me through horrendous years of my life. And my relationship was about three years long. So that's, that can be taxing, (laughs) not only for me, but for my friends, like, fucking putting up with that shit, you know, and it was through high school. So they saw him a lot. So it's, you have to understand that the only person that can make the decision to leave is your friend. The only person that's going to leave, unfortunately, is the person that's in that horrible situation. So I think in a way, be the type of friend you want to be and support them how you want to just know they need to be able to feel safe enough and trust you enough to come to you, to tell you things, to reach out, to ask for help. So if you're getting mad at them all the time because they're not listening to your advice, maybe they'll stop coming to you for help when they need it. So yes, show aggression, 100%. Like, babe, I'm so sorry you're going through this. Like it really frustrates me and upsets me because I hate seeing you in pain and I just want you to be safe come from that angle. And then it's, it's, I know it's super hard because unfortunately they are in a very toxic, abusive relationship, but they love them. So it's, it comes across to them disrespectful when you're sitting here going, he's a piece of shit, even though she knows he's a piece of shit. I think in the heat of the moment, that's why I'm saying catch your emotions. Like, bitch about it to the other friends he's a piece of shit (laughs) not her bitch about the guy to the friends right release your emotion release that anger and then come with your friend come to your friend with support because the more that you build up that aggression the more you build up that space between you and the friend that's in the relationship the more hesitant she'll be to come to you for help yeah it just it's messy all around and i bet you the the abuser is sitting there fucking wiping his hands clean laughing because that was his plan all along <laughs> isolate her so just know that you're in it from day one as a friend that should be a given if you're a, if you're a good friend you're their right or die till the end right so don't give up on them it, and they could show up differently every day as well they could thank you for your support thank you for being such a good friend i know you're right and flip the switch the next day and say don't talk to him like that i love him like you don't know anything um i don't want to talk to you about this anymore like just understand that again they're going through so much mentally that their mind is all over the place their mental health is all over the place it's up to you to still be there no matter what. Like, don't take it personally. At the end of the day, when they come out the other end and they do choose to leave, they will appreciate you 
for every step of the way, whether they hated you at one point or was thankful and appreciative of you the other. It's critical that you you stay with them. And it is tricky. And as the friend that's supporting, I need to come up with two names for this because it's super frustrating saying friend and then friend in a relationship. (laughs) Um, So if you're the friend supporting your friend in a toxic relationship, just know that it can be toxic for you too. And it does not mean that your self-care goes out the window. It doesn't mean that your, your mental health needs to suffer either. So yes, you're allowed to support your friend um, and she's super important and you're there till the end, but you also need to set boundaries. If she decides to stay and this continues, then that also comes with consequences. Like I support your decision, but just know that us talking about this all the time or if you have to be around that the partner all the time and you don't feel safe like you need to set the boundaries yourself as well and just say like you know I love you and I support you but you know maybe you need to put some boundaries in place like I am going to support you from a distance or um please text me instead of call me maybe you're at home with your husband when the friend calls all the time or the the kids or whatever it looks like for you if you can feel your mental health slipping if you feel stressed all day or anxious you need to also look after yourself it's the same thing when the plane's going down right you put the mask on yourself first (laughs) because you can't help other people if you did so that was a bit dramatic but help yourself first so that you are of better sound mind and strong enough to help your friend because if you both slip into the patterns then it's not going to be good for anyone (laughs) so make sure that you are comfortable setting boundaries with your friend as well i think there's a difference between you'll know when you have a friend that's in a relationship or a toxic relationship there's patterns Right. And unfortunately, if they're in deep, they don't understand them. And the patterns are, she'll reach out to you. He did this. He said this. He made me feel like this. You empower them to leave. They decide to leave. Yeah, I'm going to say this. I'm going to do it. Thank you. I love you so much. And then the next day, did you do it? No. He told me he loved me and he told me he was sorry. And it's a pattern. And it happens over and over again. So I think, how do you navigate that relationship for her? Do you decide that's not my business anymore? Like I can only help you so much or do you stick it out and just hope that one time it'll happen, right? Do you do resources for her? Do you help give her, you know, Google some helplines or some free legal advice or whatever situation they're in, you know, like do you, are their parents involved? Are other friends? Like, do you rally the girls together and fucking show up and literally pick her up and throw away the key? Like, <laughs> what do you do? You know, like, and I know maybe you're thinking like, is this my problem? Like, is this my business? And you know what? It's, it's not like you don't have to be that involved if it's taxing on you. And I know that's hard and it may sound selfish, but it's like, you come first. And if you're at the point where you're like, fuck, I can't be around this behavior anymore. Like you're not in that relationship. It really, it depends on each and every one of you individually. How close are you to this person? What do they mean to you? Are you okay? Are you safe? Are you around this behavior? Oh, hang on. 
Okay, guys. <laughs> wow. What you just heard was my mum coming over for coffee at lunchtime. Um, and it is now seven o'clock. So if you're watching this on YouTube, it looks very different. <laughs> uh, but I thought I'd pick back up where we left off. But yeah, I've now got the apartment above me. Someone is showering. So if you can hear background noise, self-care. <laughs> You know, we got to love, love whoever is above me is looking after themselves. So they're not to blame. Um, but I did want to finish this today. I wasn't going to start again. Uh, I feel like I just want to carry on. So apologies if it's a little choppy and it jumps to another conclusion. But, uh, you know, it was great to see mum. So, yeah, I think I think in any given moment, if you're the friend watching your friend suffer, it's going to be a challenge, whether you're someone who's super comfortable supporting them, whether you have no idea what to do, it's uncomfortable for everyone involved. You, I think, can choose to be the friend that empowers her and motivates her and supports without saying it directly. Or you can choose to be the friend that's straightforward and doesn't give a fuck. Like, what are you doing, bitch? You know you deserve better. Get off your fucking ass. And leap. <laughs> not saying either of those ways are right or wrong and probably depending on what mood your friend is in or what situation they're in obviously will go very differently but I think at the end of the day as long as you can say hand on heart that you have supported them in some way shape or form you've let them know that you are there if they need you then I think that's really all that we can do I feel like that's all that's expected from us and from someone that has been in the situation in a toxic relationship and I've had multiple friends that all did different things you know the aggressive ones the shy ones the lost ones the whatever ones that told me straightforward you know sometimes I appreciated it sometimes I didn't but at the end of the day now that I'm out of it I love them all equally and appreciate them all equally so you know, if you can walk away and say, well, I did everything I could, even if it wasn't the right thing to say in the moment, I think you're still a good fucking friend. And I think we shouldn't put so much pressure on ourselves to have all of the answers or be the person that saves them, right? It's not about being the person that saves your friend and the one thing you say is going to change their mind or make a difference because it might not. It could be months, it could be years before you see any changes, but just know that everything you say will slowly chip away or build that confidence for them or build the courage to make a change or to leave so I think if you go into it with that mindset and that goal in mind then you've done your job like it is really hard especially if you've never been there or been involved in that situation yourself I can imagine how difficult it would be to give advice or to support like what the hell do you do and I think if you're the friend that's going through that you know cut your friends some slack yes they might be annoying yes they may not understand or say the right thing but it's like you have people around you that love you right that's all that matters you have people that care about you um and it may be hard to see that in the moment but they're there they're supporting you so yeah if you guys are listening to this podcast and you have a friend that's in a terrible situation or something, it's just something to think about. 
what kind of friend are you screenshot this episode and post it in our facebook group or you know put it on your instagram story and tag me i want to know what friend are you let me know what genre of friend you are you the aggressive one the direct one the shy one the empowering one what kind of friend are you to your friends that need it and own that be proud of that who who cares like you are who you are and you bring value to that girl's life whether they can see it in the moment or not so be proud of the type of friend that you are and the support that you give so i want to know what type of friend you are have this discussion with the gals and rally together (laughs) um i'm gonna leave it there for today's very long episode (laughs) in my mind it's gonna take a long time to export this guys But I just want to say thank you all for tuning in again to today's episode. If you'd like to hear more or follow me for more tips and chats and giggles, you're welcome to follow me on Instagram. Just follow me on Jade Delpup, J-A-Y-D-E-D-E-L-P-U-P. And my link tree is there with everything you need. This podcast, my YouTube channel, the Facebook group, my business coaching account, um and yeah jump into the facebook group let's have a chat let me know which friend you are connect i love hearing from you guys but until then i will see you guys next week bye